Ground Sports is a career development and personal management company. Um, I started it just, you know, about six months ago, fully was invested about six months ago, just focusing on athletes off-field ventures. Um, I was tired of, you know, hearing about these athletes, you know, getting this platform and financially and not kind of focusing on their off-career. Um, you know, they did the career off-field and out of sports. You know, these guys get all this money. These guys play for a couple of years. And then you hear down the line, these guys are going broke. You know, these guys are in the news about mental health. And you hear about these guys and criminal issues. And not saying all guys, but, I mean, you know, a lot of, uh, a handful of guys. And it was bothering me that, you know, young black men, you know, that's such, such as myself, where I come from, where they come from, you know, work so hard to get to this level and then drop right back down quickly. And it was like, how can I help these brothers, you know, you know, have a longevity of a success of a career, you know, and it's not about playing, but more so finding that other passion outside of sports. Hello, St. Louis. This is Tyreek Bays Bay. I'm here to give you a few details about STL Undrafted Clothing. STL Undrafted Clothing is a brand that represents St. Louis history and culture through design. Our core shirt is a St. Louis certified tee that comes in a variety of colors that represents our abilities to overcome obstacles and achieve things that may seem impossible while remaining ourselves. You can follow us on Instagram for products and pictures of St. Louis, which also provides you with a link to our website for online shopping. City to city, state to state, worldwide, you're listening to In the Zone, and this is the network. Palmer Alexander, a.k.a. The Living Legend, K-I-L, one L and kill, but kill, still kill. Joining me on our celebrity line, long overdue, the founder, CEO of Brookline Sports, Michael C. Brook Jr. How you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. What up? What up? What up? How y'all doing out there? We're doing good, man. I know you guys were, were doing some big things up in New York. You had the hashtag sports events, uh, hanging out there with our friends from minorities in sports. Uh, how'd that event go? Man, that uh, that far now was probably one of the you know, great, great events I've been to, man. Like, the conference, you know, started off Steve Stout, man. You know, Music Mobile that we all, you know, well-known, you know, working with Nas and other huge artists. Um, Steve Stop opened up the day one and the first segment and he hit us with a lot of a lot of great quotables and a lot of great information about the industry. So what what were some of the the big takeaways, you know, from that event? So start off as I say Steve Stout, he talked about you know, multicultural um, integration and marketing. Uh, one thing he highlighted was ethical, you know, basically insight. You know, if you're an audience is, is minority basically he's trying to say is your company should have some people in, in the workforce that you're trying to target. You know, a lot of these companies are trying to target, you know, people like, you know, African Americans, Latinos, um, Native Americans and different minority groups, but, you know, the people that are on the board or in the office does not look like them. So, you know, they're they're developing these these marketing plans and these strategies, but they're not getting insight from that specific minority group. That was one of the biggest um, you know, to start off the event was one of the biggest, you know, quotables from right there. Right. Um, so that that was great, great to hear from somebody like him. 
I know, especially, you know, with, with the history that, that he has and, and all the things that, that he's done in the industry and to be able to have somebody, again, to be able to rub elbows with, it got to be huge. Yeah, man, he uh, he took some time out. And and one thing, another thing he talked about is basically, you know, not being afraid to be an entrepreneur. Um, he, he talked about his journey to where he at, where he's at, and, and how he became the translation. And, and being one of the, you know, four front runners, and to, to integrating different brands um, into like the music industry, into the sports and entertainment industry. Um, and, and he was talking about how a lot of people did not believe in his vision and his dream. And, you know, without that, it's just to take out and go out the limb on um, just being yourself. Join us on our celebrity line is the founder, CEO of Brookline Sports, Mike Seabrook. He's joined us on our celebrity line. We're talking about the hashtag sports event that, that he was doing up, up in New York. And um, we also was talking offline about so many things from his work with the New York Jets, work with StubHub, uh, graduate from West Virginia University. I mean, you got you got a lot you got a lot done. You know, my eyes were getting sore reading all this stuff, but you you done a great you do you've been doing a great job. What what keep you going? Man, you know, just just thinking about you just going through that that resume of experience of work and my history, and it's like what keeps me going is, is trying to get to the top. You know, you know, my business that I started Brooklyn Sports. You know, my vision is to advocate for the athlete and put the power back into the athlete's hand. You know, so I just need that, you know, to make my way to the top is just gaining that experience, you know, trying out these different industries and, and learning from every business and every manager and every executive I've been under, um, picking their brains and, and learning how the business works. And then currently right now, you down in Atlanta working with through Survey. He just finished his first camp, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm currently, actually, I'm still right here on the field. Um, we just wrapped up about 30 minutes ago, man. It, it was pretty good. Um, so Bruce Irvin, uh, if you guys are not familiar with him, Bruce Irvin, outside linebacker, defensive end for the Oakland Raiders. Um, first round drive pick for the Seattle Seahawks a few years ago, and he's a Super Bowl champion winner. Also, uh, West Virginia University alumni. Um, so usually he does his camp back in West Virginia, Charleston. He's done it for three years, and, you know, he, he, he sat back and was like, man, you know, he has to get back to his roots, back to his hometown, and he's from Atlanta, and so we, you know, basically a collective group, you know, that runs his, his camp was like, hey, let's, let's get it down to, to Atlanta, you know, so a mutual friend reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, my, my girl's running the camp, she needs some help, you know, some assistance with the media and PR, you know, can you help? So I was like, hey, you know, this is definitely an opportunity to get out here and assist into the community. So I, you know, there was no no thought about it. You know, let me get out here, help these guys out, and definitely see something together um, to be put together. City to city, state to state, worldwide, you're listening to In The Zone, and this is the network, Palmer Alexander, a.k.a. the living legend, K.I.L., Winella Kill, but Kill Stick Kill. Joining me on our celebrity line is the founder, CEO of Brookline Sports, Mike Seabrook Jr., and he's actually on location in Atlanta at Bruce Irvin's camp. And when you get a chance to work with an NFL player, even given these these uh, polarized political times that we're living in, but you're still seeing somebody give back, you know, what does that say, you know, to people that are out there saying, hey, you need to boycott. These are some of the good things that are still going on with the players, so you still got to support them. Yeah, man, it's one thing that a lot of, a lot of people in society see these guys as you stated, you know, these polarizing celebrities and, and these, you know, basically these high power figures. 
And it's like, these guys are regular people, you know, they came from where you come from, they've been to, they sat in the same high school desk you sat into, and just, they just happen to have that small opportunity to get to that level. Um, so understanding that, and a lot of these guys struggle to get where they got to, it's about giving back and showing that these kids like, hey, I came right where you came from, man. I sat where you sat, man. I practiced right on that field as you did, and I was able to get the opportunity. And it's like, I'm going to try my best to assist you to get you to the next level. Um, so it was great today, man. You know, Bruce came out, and a lot of former players, you know, current players as well, um, came out to assist. You know, we had um, a lot of the Oakland Raiders players came out. Cleo Mack came out to assist. Um, Geno Smith and Tavon Austin also came, stepped out here to assist as well with the camp. And it's good to see you guys, you know, get involved in the community and, and was see how their interaction with the kids and, and see they take time out of their, their busy schedule because, you know, it's camp season soon and they came out and did it for the kids. And I'm glad that you mentioned the name Tavon Austin, a name that's really familiar, especially in St. Louis when it comes to the NFL. I was I was there covering him when he played in St. Louis. And, you know, to me, I didn't think that he was ever used properly. It was real frustrating, you know, watching him and practice and watching the things that he's doing and say, hey, this guy can get you, you know, 1,800-plus per all-purpose yards a season if you get put, put the ball in his hands. What did you think? Man, 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 oh man, man. Tavon, or, you know, they call him Tay Boogie. Um, but that <laughs> man is, you know, he is definitely he is definitely a different talent, man. You know, I, I watched him at West Virginia University, and, and the way he played there was was tremendous, man. They put the ball in his hand any which way. You know, they put him in the backfield. They ran jet sweeps and options and, you know, had him out slot, wide, hit return, pump return. So they used him all different ways. Um, when he got drafted first round, you know, I always thought, you know, as a fan of of the player, you thought you he, they would use him different, you know, different ways in the system. And, and Jeff Fisher was kind of like having him spread wide out, you know, on the outside, and nothing to, you know, Tavon. Not saying he can't play there. It's the fact is that that's not his strong suit. You know, best of his ability, you know, you're lining up against some six one, six two corners, and you know, he's a quick guy, speedy guy. He just needs the ball in his hand and make people miss. Now it's harder for him to get the ball, you know, wide out from the from the line of scrimmage. Um, so they definitely didn't use him properly, in my opinion. Um, there was a lot of ways you could use him. Um, he's definitely a, a Darren Sproles type of guy where, you know, you want to use him in different packages, you know, diff- different sub packages all over the field. He's that type of guy to get the ball in his hand. Absolutely. I mean, when you watch him and then when you have him in the backfield and if you motion him out, there's not a linebacker that can, that can run with him at all. You know, so no, the no mismatches were always. You know, mismatches are, are always there. You know. Yeah, definitely is. That's the one thing is with with Tavon Austin is that he's quick, he's elusive, and he's actually a, a, a speedy guy. So it's not just the agility standpoint; it's more so the he can run the four three, but also make you mess and quick and and agile. So with him, and I feel like his transition to Dallas. But definitely, hopefully, you know, they use him over there in different sub-packages and the slot, you know, maybe, you know, running back, just read some pitches. Hopefully they get creative to use him because he can definitely bring a spark to a team. 
Join us on our celebrity line is the founder CEO of Brookline Sports, Mike Seabrook Jr. He's join us on our celebrity line, and we're, and we're talking some of everything. We're talking about hashtag sports. We're talking about the Bruce Irving event. We're talking about this time in West West Virginia. We're talking about some of the Mountaineers, some of the players that eventually went on to, to the NFL. Stephen Bailey also came up here with Tavon Austin. And, you know, there was a lot of hope, you know, with both of those guys coming to the Rams, you know, give them – you know, one guy that can be able to catch things, one that guy that's electric that touches the, the football, and you know they had their they had their flashes, but you know, unfortunately with Stedman, you know he he got shot, but he is still trying to make a comeback, is he? Yeah, you know, def- definitely, man. I seen him, um, you know, about about last October, you know, went out to West Virginia, you know, for homecoming, and seen him out there, spoke to him a little bit, and seen his progress. You know, he's back in shape. His body's healthy, you know. He he's definitely, you know, in and out of his breaks. You know, he's he's been good. He, his health is there, and he definitely went out for W um, Pro Trial Pro Day. He went out there and showed what he can do to a lot of these these uh, scouts and these um, GMs. So one thing with him is more so a team just has to take a chance. You know, he has a, a plate in his head, um, and the doctors did clear him, personal doctors, and, and you know, it's just a team has to feel comfortable about clearing him. But the man still can play. You know, he's still quick. He's still agile. His hands are still there, you know. That's one oh, thing man. that was never questioned, which is, you know, possession receiver. His hands was always there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? He's sneaky fast, too, because he, he's – you know, he, I remember he returning a, a punt for a touchdown. So, he had, he has reliable hands, and, and I hope that he gets a chance. And then going to Geno Smith, uh, you know, he's had his ups and downs, mostly down since he's been at the NFL level. Well, are you are, Were you a little bit surprised by that? Um, I was not really surprised. Um, you know, I was there when he got drafted. I was working with the New York Jets, and I was out there in training camp. So I got to see him throughout the summers and throughout game days as well. And just from a per- personal opinion, you know, not affiliated with the New York Jets, mainly on this opinion, it was, you know, the team, when Rex Ryan was there, you know, he started off, he, he went 8-8, eight and eight, and he did, he did pretty well the first year when he came in. But, you know, the team didn't really give him that support he, he needed. You know, he, he needed that support. He needed a team camaraderie. He needed a, a coach to believe in him. And, you know, they, they kind of left him out to hang to dry, you know, especially when the incident happened. Um, you know, one thing I tell people is that, man, you know, it doesn't matter what the incident was. Nobody will ever get near Tom Brady. You know, his lineman would step in or, you know, his offensive players would step in. You know, if it's a financial issue, whatever, they might have came out of their pocket and said, hey, take it. You know, don't don't touch my quarterback. Don't stand next to my quarterback. But, you know, it wasn't – there was no team teamwork, you know, camaraderie there. There was seemed like there was no – Nobody there to hold him down and just, you know, he got hung out to dry a little bit. So he still can throw the ball off, you know, and, you know, today he was, you know, throwing the ball around with the kids. He still got some zip on that, you know, that, that throw. So, you know, I still believe he can he can play for play for a team. Join us on our celebrity line is the founder and CEO of Brookline Sports, Michael C. Brook Jr. And he's currently right now, he's on location in Atlanta at the Bruce Irving Camp. And let's talk about Brookline Sports and what is Brookline Sports? No doubt, man. You know, I love to talk about this. So Brookline Sports is a career development and personal management company. Um, I started it just, you know, about six months ago. Fully was invested about six months ago. Just focusing on athletes off-field ventures. Um, I was tired, you know, hearing about these athletes, you know, getting this platform and financially and not kind of focusing on their off-career. Um, you know, they did the career off-field off and out of sports. You know, these guys get all this money. These guys play for a couple of years 
And then you hear down the line, these guys are going broke. You know, these guys are in the news about mental health, and you hear about these guys and criminal issues. And not saying all guys, but I mean, you know, a lot of uh, a handful of guys. And it was bothering me that you know, young black men, you know, that such such as myself, where I come from, where they come from, you know, work so hard to get to this level, and then drop right back down quickly. And it was like, how can I help these brothers? You know you know have a longevity of a success of a career you know and it's not about playing but more so finding that other passion outside of sports so you know I, I sat down myself you know what can I do how can I do this you know I have a large network um, of professionals and colleagues um, so I sat there and was like you know what I want to work with these guys out of sports you know I've been mentoring you know high school kids in Newark I mentor in college you know, I'm a proud member of Alcoa Fraternity Incorporated um, so, you know, mentorship is a huge thing for me. And it was like, how can I get to these guys? And it's, it's about getting to these guys in high school and college, as well as a professional level, to help these guys figure out long-term. So, you know, Brookline Sports, we focus on financial literacy. You know, we figure out, help these guys on understanding, you know, their expenses, you know, their, their income, taxes, you know, how you know how your money is working, money management. Let's, let's figure out how your money is, is, is being expensed, how, what's your income, and let's figure out how we can save that money. Also investing. Investing is also another another route where we figure out if it's, you want to go franchising, you want to go real estate, want to put your money in investment portfolio. We want to educate you on other things to, to do with your finances, as well as community engagement. You know, just being in the community. As I'm here at Blue Serving Camp, just you know, reaching out to the community, free youth camps. You know, we can do skill camps. You know, giving back to the youth, giving back to your community in any which way possible. We find if it's going into schools. You know, any way we can find, that's one huge impact in, in my life. And another thing, you know, we highly, you know, focus on now and that a lot of people don't focus on is about work experience. You know, these guys have been playing sports since they were probably about four or five and never had the opportunity to hold a part-time job or a full-time job. So these guys get to college, you know, they're, they're focused. They say student-athletes, but these guys are focused on their sport. Right. They get to the next level, and it's like, they have no work experience after playing. So how can we gain this work experience, help these guys figure out another passion? So, you know, I, I've been in contact with a lot of different companies, and there a lot of them are open to having these guys in off season to do internships, you know, and, and having these guys be able to get in there and intern at tech companies, you know, at retail companies, at different startups, and to figure out what's their passion outside of sports. Because um, when they're done, you know, they're not old. You know, some of them about 30, 32, 35, but you have another four years to live, and we want to make sure your income and make sure your finances last you a long, long success and long time. So that's that's my goal. That's what we've been you know, advocating for for these guys is to put the power back in the athletes and let them understand and educate them about you know their platform and how to utilize it. Mike Seabrook, thank you so much for spending time with us this afternoon on the End of Zone Show. What is the best way to keep up with you and your great company? Definitely, man. I appreciate you having me on here. You guys can definitely follow me on Twitter or Instagram at, at Brookline Sports, all one word, with the S at the end. And, that you know, you can follow me there, or you also can follow me at Mike.Seabrook on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us afternoon. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is the network.
city to city, state to state, worldwide, Jersey City, New Jersey is in the zone. Brookline Sports is a career development and personal management company. Um, I started it just, you know, about six months ago, fully was invested about six months ago, just focusing on athletes off-field ventures. Um, I was tired, you know, hearing about these athletes, you know, getting this platform and financially and not kind of focusing on their off-career. Um, you know, they did the career off-field off and out of sports. You know, these guys get all this money. These guys play for a couple of years. And then you head down the line, these guys are going broke. You know, these guys are in, in the news about mental health and you hear about these guys and criminal issues. And not saying all guys, but I mean, you know, a lot of, uh, a handful of guys. And it, it was bothering me that, you know, young black men, you know, that's such, such as myself, where I come from, where they come from, you know, work so hard to get to this level and then drop right back down quickly. And it was like, how can I help these brothers, you know, you know, have a longevity of a success of a career, you know, and it's not about playing, but more so finding that other passion outside of sports.